2: All right, 248-539-9797. That's the telephone number here. Uh, what's gonna happen on Sunday? Look, we said in the pick, so we took, we all took the Lions. I think it's gonna be it's not gonna be a, a shootout per se, but I'll say the Lions are gonna win this football game twenty-seven to twenty-one. Okay. Six point six point spread.
3: And you? I'm going 28-21. Oh, wow. Yep, um, It's it's. That's scary we're that close. Yes, I know. I'm, I am kind of worried, especially since I've undefeated the last two weeks. Yeah, I know. You and I have a couple of picks. To get. Anyway, I'll, I'll get over that. Yeah. Um, But <laughs> I think that this is an offense that is going to be consistent, and I do believe that at some point Matthew Stafford's going to throw and, and lose a possession, cost them a possession, because he's going to throw the Lions the football.
2: Probably. Here go Matthew I mean, here.
3: Stafford. Full Matthew Stafford on us.
2: Right. Historically, he will. And historically, Jared Goff will throw a pick, too. But we'll see. To me, um, and like I said, we invite your phone calls and your texts. For me, the the key matchup that the Lions have to win is the Lions' offensive line versus Aaron Donald and Kobe Turner.
4: I mean, to I, me, I mean, you can go the
2: other side. If you want to take both sides of the trenches, maybe Glasgow has to play w- really well. Because uh, maybe they'll, Donald will be lined up. Look, he'll move around, as you know. Uh, but that—that's the key. I mean, Kobe Turner. You know, people don't realize how good he is as a, a rookie at a, you know, Wake Forest. He's—he's—he's he's, he's been terrific. Uh, but if the Lions can run the ball, which they've been able to do most of the season, the play action it just sets up for Goff so well, and everything will just, I think. be really, really smooth. So that, to me, if they can take care of the line of scrimmage on both sides, but especially when the Lions have the ball, they win that battle, they win this football game.
3: And and so I'm going to take it, I'm going to make it a little bit more narrower. Okay. And I'm going to say because Kobe Turner, Aaron Donald are both inside guys, it is simply Jonah Jackson, Graham Glasgow, and Frank Ragnar. Mm -hmm. Those three players have to win for the lions to win this game they've got to be able to handle those and the lions can adjust where they run the ball i mean we know that gibbs is very good at being able to get to the edge mm-hmm. hey so attack the edge do you don't have to run directly at Uh, you know, those two inside. So you can attack the edges. You can find ways to get outside. You can create double teams. You know, hey, Ben A. Sewell and Graham Glasgow, double team on Aaron Donald. You can create situations like that, and then we've got a couple of good blocking tight ends to help take care of the edge. That's where the Detroit Lions have to win is on the interior of the offensive line. And if they can't, and it, it's most specifically because if you end up attacking the edges, it's in the pass game. You've got to protect Jared Goff from both Kobe Turner and Aaron Donald. If you can do that with this offensive line, specifically the three inside, it provides time for Jared Goff to stand back there, distribute the ball to whoever he deems that he wants to throw the ball to. And if Sam Laporte is there, great. All right? If Sam Laporte is not there, you can find ways to scheme around it. Yes. Again, it is simply about the, the two interior defensive linemen for the LA Rams that concern me the most. Right. Do you can do they concern you more pass game or run game? Pass game because you can run away from them. Okay. All right. You can attack the edges, like I just mentioned. And and when you're talking about the pass game, it is I don't think Jonah Jackson's a great pass blocker. He's a good run blocker, mm-hmm. not a great pass blocker. And this is where he's gonna have if he wants to make some money. Show that you can do it when it matters most. Two four eight five three
2: nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's go to Chuck in Grand Blanc. You're seven. Won the ticket. Good morning.
4: Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. I think what we got to do is it's got to be between golf and Stafford. We have to match them point for point. I myself, I believe, it's going to come down to last possession and a field goal is going to call it. Oh. And I, I just think it, it's gotta be between those two people matching score for score.
3: So do they hit the field goal?
4: I yes they do. I I Lions are gonna win. I mean I'm a I'm faith. a Matthew Stafford fan, but he's not a he's not a lion no more. So I have you know, and I, I have all the faith in golf. I I I think Jerry Golf is a good quarterback. You know, yes, he doesn't have the long ball, but he's smart. He's a good quarterback, and I think he can match Stafford point for point.
0: And you you, you believe in the money, Badger. Mm-hmm. Good. I do think the kickers could play a humongous factor because they're neither one are trustable.
3: In the playoffs at some point, whether it's this week, if they're fortunate enough to play in Dallas next week mm-hmm. it, or after that, they're, they're certainly going to
0: be a factor in this, and it could be week one of the playoffs. Well, th- they have Brett Maher. People, he's the guy that missed four extra points in the Cowboys-Bucks playoff game last year.
2: Yep. He misses one kick, and then it gets into
0: his mind. You never be know. Be loud if he's coming out for a kick. Oh, I hope that. Do I, Maher, ma her. You know, yeah, fans, this is on you some a little bit. You know, like we were talking earlier during the picks, Anzalone said, make the noise when the Rams are in the huddle, not when they're coming to the line.
3: It's it's going to somewhat be on the fans regarding that, and but, but the – you got to be able to hear what people are saying and, and all of the noise coming from the the stands is just going to be noise but it's what does that D-line have to say to Maher as he's lining up <laughs> that's what I want oh, I man. want somebody
2: mic'd up there Trash talk, there we go, yeah. alright here's some ticket text 31-28 Rams okay. if the Lions want to win the game they have to hold Matthew Stafford under 600 yards because Lord knows they couldn't hold Nick Mullins under 400 yards key matchup Nakua versus Joseph. Second key matchup, Dan Campbell versus himself. I understand both. Although, Nakua, Joseph's not going to line up against Nakua, right? He's a no. Joseph's a
3: safety.
0: Yeah. Now they have to
3: take over the top. Yes, sure.
0: yeah. This whole yardage thing I, with Mullins—the last two times they played him—he's also thrown two picks. You know, yeah. and,
3: and the Lions he, won both games. Don't am I? Am I right or am I wrong? You're right. Uh,
0: yeah. You know, so maybe Stafford throws a pick along. Look, there's no doubt. I think that Stafford might approach at least three hundred yards in this game. Oh, yes. Okay? Sure. And the Lions' defense has become, hey, let's. Let's hold them in the red zone. Right. That's where it's going to come down It's to, been you know, bend, I mean, not
2: break. Mm-hmm. Lions need to take a lead Sunday. As soon as the crowd is out of the game, it's over. That's from Brent. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm confident the Lions win 31-17. Everyone was nervous Ooh. when the Broncos came to town because they were a hot team playing well. The Lions took care of business, and we'll do that Sunday night. Go Lions. That's David Grand Blanc. The key matchup is holding uh, Kyron Williams to under 100 yards. The Rams are winless when they don't get 100 yards from him. Uh, number two run defense in the NFL. I like our chances. That's Fish and Livonia. Okay. That's a good point uh, because usually, as we know, in most college and pro games, the team that runs uh, rushes for the most will usually win is big playoff games. I agree. Matthew Stafford will throw an interception. And Kelly Stafford will throw another pretzel at a fan. Pays a $1, dollar, 100 to one. That's from Sparty Steven.
3: They bet on that.
2: <laughs> she ain't throwing no pretzels at Ford Field. I uh, think the Rams' passing attack might be too much. Too many weapons on offense. 34 24 Rams. First, Stoney, I grew up listening to you every day on the way to school. I'm 25, now still love the program. Thank you. Second, Lions dominate line of scrimmage and win. 28-17. Yes. 11 point win. I don't think they can dominate the line of scrimmage Why offensively cuz Donald's though they can win the line of scrimmage I don't think yeah, they but, can but, dominate it.
3: So dominating can mean a lot of different things. Okay. All right, you're not going to pancake him on every play. I all know. right, that is a professional team playing against a high school team. But right. if you if you contain Aaron Donald to I don't know, maybe what one sack or you know, not one sack, one tackle, uh, maybe one TFL, no sacks. Like that's dominating. One of the all-time greats. Do what you do when you want to do it. Boom.
2: Uh, To win on Sunday, Hutch and company need to create a lasting impression on Mr. Stafford. That's from Ken in Mm -hmm. Brighton.
3: Crossbar Mm -hmm. right on the chest. Yeah.
2: Hey guys, we we still want the ball first on the coin toss. That's from Brian. No, I don't think so. I think in a playoff game, you want the the crowd to get involved early, and if you're on defense, the crowd gets into it early. Now, the yeah. flip side of that is if they score early on your defense and then you know you go you know three and out or don't score and all of a sudden you're behind seven nothing and you they have the ball again. I mean that's the worst part, but
0: I get it you're playing against a you are playing against a very good head coach. I would defer. Uh, If the Rams are having problems in the first half, the Lions have been bad in the third quarter. I want the Lions to have the ball. I I want the defense on the field first because the energy and momentum from before the game and all the hype Mm -hmm. carries over. All the outside tailgating, all the fuel that people have put in themselves to go in there. You know, John's going to probably what you say you're going to put down. A 12-pack before you go Uh, in? No. I'm just kidding. Four Four Jack and Cokes? No, No. this place is going to be insane, and I want that insaneness to continue into the first possession of the game.
2: Our telephone number is 248-539-9797. What's the biggest X factor, or who is the biggest X factor in the game for either team? Uh, Coming up Sunday, Uh, Planet Fitness, they're not the X factor. They're the factor in getting me into decent shape, both physically and mentally. Planet Fitness is the home of the judgment-free zone where anyone uh, can feel comfortable and work on their fitness goals no matter what they are. And there's a big deal going on right now. Yes, it's the big fitness energy sale. You pay just $0.24 and you put just $10 a month. That's 24 cents down, 10 bucks a month. And here in Detroit, we have up to 50 locations, and they're all awesome. I do the one in West Bloomfield, uh, but all the locations have a lot of new equipment, including new cardio in Utica, Dearborn, Ford Road, and Taylor. Uh, new strength equipment, Woodhaven, Livonia, Five Mile Commerce, Shelby Township. Uh, also, the new one in Heartland on Highland Road is now open. They have the new Black Card Spa Locker Rooms and Lobby now open in Ann Arbor. So join today. Like I said, 24 cents down, 10 bucks a month. PlanetFitness.com or walk into any location. Planet Fitness, it's a judgment-free zone.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.
1: If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame.
4: Two more. two more.
1: You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the
5: markable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crowley Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: We have some uh, text going on here. Uh, We are asking who's the X factor. For me, now he's listed right now as questionable. And I'm not talking about uh, Laporta, but it's a similar position. Leaf? Tyler Higby for the Los Angeles
3: Rams. I I get that, The Uh
2: Lions are not very good at, uh, you know, historically covering tight ends. And everybody's worried, obvious, with good reason, of Nakua and Cup, But Stafford, even if he's under pressure, he seems to have better awareness of, you know, checkdowns than Goff does if you're going to compare the two. Mm-hmm. And Higby's pretty good at that. So if they can, that's your X factor. Somebody that you might not expect to have a big game. There's, there's yeah. the one for the Rams. For the Lions, I don't know if you would call him an X-factor per se, but for me, Jack Campbell, first playoff game, he's got to have a really good game for them mm-hmm. to win, I think. Whether it's the surprise blitz, whether it's covering Higby or just making the tackles and yeah. just being a really good player in his first playoff game, if they can get good play out of him, I think they, uh, they're they in good stead. Yeah.
3: I only have X-Factors for the Lions okay. because, you know what, F the Rams. Okay. I don't care, All but right. they do. It doesn't matter. If the Lions play their game, it doesn't matter what the Rams do. Oh, I do. know. Come in here. That's why I picked them. And we will kick your butt, and and you can go back. Season over. Um, For me, it is, and I'm, I'm going to kind of go a little bit stony here and say it is whoever rushes opposite Aiden Hutchinson, but I will say John Kaminsky. Okay. All right. So, because you you could insert an, an Aquar- Josh Pascal Aquar- or an Aquara or a number of different guys. Maybe Houston even plays. I mean, yeah, that, that, that's practice. possible. Yeah, and and so that's if it's about being able to pressure Matthew Stafford, and I think that Aiden Hutchinson will have a big game. I think he's going to be able to pressure, but to be able to get home, you're not going to have. Uh, you don't want to have a guy that can just escape opposite. Looking down and say, hey, okay, where is... Now, we know that Matthew is not necessarily great at identifying individuals, but look down and say, okay, where's Aaron Hutchinson? If I'm going to escape the pocket, I'm going to escape opposite him. All right. Now, you've got to have somebody on the other side that keeps him in the pocket. We, I think Aleem McNeil, uh, Benito Jones will do a good job of staying in their rush lanes, possibly putting a little pressure up the middle, but it comes down to being able to to hit Matthew Stafford upside the head. 248-539-9797.
2: Uh, let's say hello to Chris. What's up, Chris?
5: Good morning, guys. First-time caller, long-time listener. Stony. you have been the heart of Detroit Sports Radio for a long time, and congratulations. I'm going to miss you on the air.
2: I'll be around. Thank you.
5: Good. Uh, Mr. Jansen, I'm a Spartan, so congratulations. Might be the best. Michigan football team I've ever seen in my life.
3: Uh, thank you. Go, yeah. I, I won't say it, but yes, thank you.
5: <laughs> Let's move on to the Lions. Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes have built this team for the future. I see nothing but twelve and 5, 13 and four for the next five years coming up here, boys.
2: Wow, that's ambitious. Especially, I think it's, hey, po- it's hey, possible. I think it's, I think it's, it's, you,
5: you it's more believe, than just you, possible. You it's probable. In the Motor City. The Motor City Campbell's back in town, baby. It's like, time to roll. Let's roll, boys. Let's have roll. A great, great, have a great time Sunday night. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. for Chris. Chris, yeah.
2: appreciate it. All right, here we go. We have some ticket texts. Um, the Lions need 31 to win this game. Ben Johnson is the key. Get the ball out quick and get the run game mm-hmm. going. I'm with you guys. I think the Lions must win the Battle of the Trenches. They absolutely cannot give Stafford time or he'll burn us. On the flip side, they must give Goff plenty of time. Goff has money when he has time. That's Diana in a Clinton Township. I have faith in my Goff game. That's from Jack in a Truck. (laughs) Hey, guys, love the show. Can you please ask the Lions not to hand out the third down signs? Imagine paying top dollar for a Lions game ticket only to miss the crucial third down plays because someone's holding up a sign that says three in front of you. Talk about frustrating. Now, at the last game, they weren't just in a, a select section in the end zone. It was all over the lower bowl. I think it's dumb, but it's a tradition that started a few years ago, and I guess it's not going to end because well, we don't like
3: it. If everybody thought it was dumb, they wouldn't do it. So they do it.
2: Well, the fans might. Yeah, you're right. I guess. I don't know. I think it's. But I, the, 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 you can think whatever you want. The, the texture is correct, though. You want to sit there and be have your view blocked by that? Um, players are, de- playoffs are decided by defense in the run game. If the Lions shut down the run game and play defense, it's over. I would be nervous if we were playing a team with a scrambling quarterback. We'll be fine. Already looking forward to the next round, 30 to 17 line. That's a good point. Cause the Lions, mm-hmm. the Stafford's not a, look, he's more mobile than Goff, but he's not yep. a scrambling quarterback.
3: Yep. So is Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about Bridgewater. I know you're not. <laughs> I know you're not. Everybody in the city of Detroit is more mobile than golf. You guys are crazy. The Lions can
2: never defer until they have a legitimate defense. Every game in the last eight games uh, where they def- deferred, the other team has marched right down and scored a touchdown on the first series. How do you keep the crowd in the game, Stony Genius, when the team is going through your defense like freaking Swiss cheese? You don't know a damn thing take the damn ball stony genius i'm not the only one who, who believes that okay but i you know you he he does make a point i've
3: always been a proponent of and deferring. it's it's very very rare that i would say take the ball and, and in this case i i'm a i'm a huge proponent of defer let your defense go out there they can feed off of the crowd much more than the offense can that's what we said yeah
2: yeah so it's not just stony genius it's jansen genius Gov genius, Jansen Thomas. Thank you. That's true.
3: Uh, Five and
2: in, zero. Insaneness. My phone was even resisting allowing me to type that word. Gov, did you mean insanity? <laughs> yeah. Go Lions.
0: I, I went wojo there. Yeah.
2: Uh, Chad says forty two twenty four Lions. Hutch has a big game, and DPJ has a big
3: game. Ooh, he's been being uh, more involved in the offense the last couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, yeah. Especially with J-Mo out, but Jamie is going to be back. Yeah, he'll be back. Yeah. yeah. Lions defense with four sacks. Hutch gets two. Stafford throws three picks. Jacob from Algonac. Wow. Dan Campbell has been preparing this team to win in the playoffs since day one of his tenure, and the Lions will make a statement Sunday dominating the Rams, 35-13, and showing the NFL they are legitimate Super Bowl contenders. That's Frank from Clinton Township. I don't see them dominating. I see them just winning a close game.
0: I'm going 27-19, and the Lions kind of control the game and are up. Um Maher misses a kick early, an extra point. Rams have to go for two. You're sitting at 27-12. Rams get a mid-fourth quarter touchdown. Maher makes the kick. It's 27-19. Stafford gets a chance to drive him down and get a two-point conversion, and the Lions pick him off.
3: There might not be anything more maddening than a missed extra point. You said that, and I instantly, it's, it's just like, I, know. I don't care whose team it's for, like, Okay, if, if the Rams do it, the, we'll celebrate, but there might be, they're, they're not, that is just a swift kick in the nuts every time that oh, happens, because you know it's going to bite you at some point in that game, whether it's, hey, you're forced to go for two, or the other team is just up one, and it's a touchdown, now it just, it screws everything up.
4: You know what, you know why I think that is, John? A, it's because the extra point is expected, quote yeah. unquote, and it just – it's not a comfortable score. It's not a pleasant-looking score. No. We're talking about sevens and threes and multiples of
2: sevens, and now it's just like a, a six or a 12, and it's yeah. just kind of ugly-looking.
3: And it's the pop-the-cork moment on the touchdown, right? You don't get a chance yeah. to celebrate fully the touchdown. Because you're
2: sitting there, you're driving, you say, we, let's Yes, go, we go, here we, we go. we, we got to get
3: seven. got to get seven. Yeah, and we then go, all of
2: a sudden we, we got six. six. The now, mean. they do call a pick six, but yes, get You'll, seven.
0: You only
5: celebrate 83% of it.
3: <laughs> this is true.
2: This uh, is let's true. go to Jeff in Fallerville. you 97 on the ticket.
5: Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Great, great. Sony, I just got on the radio and heard you're retiring, or is that what's going on?
2: You might want to call it that.
5: Yeah, excellent for you, man. And John, I want to congratulate you. I'm a longtime Spartan, and uh, I won't say those words that you're supposed to say, but. Congratulations and uh, great stuff. Jeff, I just, thank well, I'll you. keep it real quick, guys. I'll keep it real quick. Uh, I'm 57 years old. Been a Lions fan my whole life, and have never seen Detroit like this. Okay, Dan Campbell is an animal. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, who? What coach could you compare him to? Honestly, he in all the history of sports, do you have any?
3: You mean his his you know? personality? <laughs>
5: Yeah, just his attitude and, you know, the culture change. I really believe it's what Detroit needed for so long, you know. Um, There isn't anybody like him. Well, just in terms of
3: his – not necessarily his press conferences, but maybe his presence on the sideline, maybe a Bill Cowher. A little bit. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of just, you know. (laughs) Thank you, DJ.
2: <laughs> oh Lord, my X Factor Lions backup tight ends—I can't think of their names. That would be James Mitchell, Brock Wright. But they do have good hands, and they came through last year, if I remember correctly, with some good catches. Well, Brock Brock Wright had the
3: yeah the one of the Jets game. Yes.
2: So a few years ago, the Rams improved our draft position. Now it's time for us to return that favor. Ooh, the Lions defense will be the X Factor. The roar is back. Lions win 35-21. And finally, key matchup. I think left cornerback Kildon Vildor will step up and play the best game of his NFL career Sunday, getting pass breakups and making solid tackles on third down against uh, Cooper Cup, keeping him short of the sticks and forcing the Rams to punt. That's from Frank and Clinton Township. Wow. Mm. Never thought Kildon Vildor would be on the uh, the bingo card. He's had he's actually played pretty well though. Yeah. No he's doubt. He's had some about big it. moments. Yes, he has. All right. 248 right, coming up next, we've put it off long enough. Goff, Stafford, you are a Stafford fan. Are you now a Goff fan? Vice versa. What's the deal here? Is this game going to be your Matthew Stafford moment? Plus or minus. 97 won the ticket. It's a playoff weekend. That's right. Never thought we'd hear those words especially hosting a home playoff game for the first time since the 1993 season.
3: That's why it's Super Wild Card Weekend. It's
2: incredible. It's, it's super that it's in Detroit. It's, it's unbelievable. But Three decades. It, it is here, and of course, as the uh, the script was written, it's the Los Angeles Rams led by their quarterback, <laughs> former Lion Matthew Stafford. Stafford, it wasn't enough that he was polarizing here to a, yep. a certain extent. Uh, it wasn't enough that uh, – Your first year with the Lions, he was a rookie rookie quarterback. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, of course, back in January of uh, 2021, the Lions made the trade. Matthew Stafford asked to be traded. I thought they should have gone a different direction, but who cares? Right now, they went and traded with the Los Angeles Rams. They traded Matthew Stafford, and they got Jared Goff. They got a 2021 third-round pick, and first-round picks in 2022 and 2023. And when you look back on it now, Matthew Stafford goes and leads his team to the Super Bowl in year one. Yeah. So the Rams win the trade. Because at that they, point. At that point, they got the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, but Jared Goff, who most people were not too high on, thought basically, hey, he's a bridge quarterback. And the first year, he certainly didn't play very well. And as part of the second season, he didn't either. But it turned around. He had a great end of last season and he had a pretty damn good 2023.
3: Well, he didn't play well in that first season in large part because it was the talent level was like an expansion roster. In yeah. fact, it was worse. It was the worst talent level in all of football. He didn't have a whole lot to work with. No. Now, all of a sudden, two years later, And three drafts later, you've got a completely different roster. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they've gone out and sporadically, you know, added some pieces through free agency, but they haven't been impactful, largely impactful pieces. It's all been through the draft. And now you're sitting here hosting a playoff game, Jared Goff, and it is Jared Goff versus Matthew Stafford. It's also Jared Goff versus Sean McVay.
2: Yes. Well, and, um, and he admitted that he treated Jared Goff like crap. Right, uh, the way it went down, and you know,
3: hey, you can make all the apologies in the world. But it as a former athlete, that chip on your shoulder never goes away. It is still there, and you can sit there and say, "Yeah, okay, thank you." It was, you know, I appreciate you admitting something wrong. Hey, there could be things that were done on wrong on both sides. But at the end of it, he went out there and took the Rams to a Super Bowl. Jared Goff did. Got a new contract. Two years later, they could not wait to get rid of him. They disparaged him, his playing career, and everything about Jared Goff. Now he ends up in Detroit. He's got a second life, and he gets a chance to rectify a reckoning here in Detroit. Uh, For those keeping
2: score, what the Lions got in the trade because they flipped some of the picks, Uh, they gave up Matthew Stafford. They gave up some picks, but they got Jared Goff, Jamison Williams, Jameer Gibbs, Sammy Laporta, Josh Paschal, Broderick Martin, and uh ify melafanwu. Yeah. A pretty good haul for Brad Holmes. Basically helped transform this football team into what they are right now. 2485399797. Fans out there. This is the game for you if you are a Matthew Stafford fan, a Matthew Stafford hater. Is Jared Goff now has he taken over in your mind from where Matthew Stafford was? Or are you one of those that says, you know what? Stafford's still better. You know, we could do this, we could do that. And look, Matthew Stafford I don't think it's arguable, is still probably a better quarterback than Jared Goff. Now, would the Lions be where they are with Matthew Stafford? I think so, but others don't. And that's not no knock on Jared Goff. Jared Goff's been terrific. He really has. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole, you know, the whole jersey thing. You're not wearing a Matthew Stafford Lions jersey in a Ford field for a playoff game because that would be absolutely freaking
3: absurd. No, you got to put a piece of tape over the name. You're gonna write something on it, probably Williams, um, <laughs> or anything else. Yeah. Hey, hey, wear your Lions gear, wear your Lions We're, stuff, but 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 you know, make sure that the Stafford part is not visible. All if right? you want to, it's, it's
2: one game. If you want to do that, you do it next year when they come in for a regular season. This is the freaking playoffs, Matthew Stafford. Whether you love him or not, great guy. There's no doubt about it. Done great things for this community. He's the enemy. You want his ass on the turf. And if you're a fan, you don't care, you don't look, you don't want him injured, but you don't want him to succeed this game. This is your this is your first home playoff game since nineteen ninety-three. There should be nothing in your brain that says, Oh, I hope Ma- I hope Matthew Stafford plays well, but
3: we win. No, you don't hope he plays well. No, it's three you, you decades. Don't. Yeah, and and exactly. Jared Goff, you could sit there and debate whether who's who's mm-hmm. the better quarterback mm-hmm. for this team at this time with this coaching staff with this front office jared goff has been perfect he's got the experience of being a super bowl quarterback he's got the experience of things going well things not going well how do you bounce back what has happened throughout the course of this year the lions started off as hot as anybody beating the defending Super Bowl champs in Kansas City, and then there's a three-game stretch starting with Thanksgiving. And everybody thought, okay, well, you know, Green Bay's coming on. They didn't play well against the Bears. He is the guy that needed to be this the quarterback of the Detroit Lions because he is able to bounce back. Short-term memory you got to have it in this league, and he has perfected that. Anytime in the beginning of the season, when they threw an, an interception, when he threw an interception, what did they do? Next possession, they came back with a touchdown. He's been able to bounce back. He's been perfect for this team, for Dan Campbell, for Brad Holmes, and this organization. Look, Sunday, Matthew Stafford's the enemy. There's, I mean, it's so
2: basic. Ticket text. Screw the Stafford slappies. I made a beautiful Staff you pass turd hate poster for the game this weekend. Look for me in section 111. That's from Drew in Clarkston. Staff you pass turd. Okay. Uh, let's go to uh, Kevin in Garden City. You're on Won The Ticket.
6: Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Got a couple of takes, man, that I really, really want to get to. First of all, Matthew Stafford, look. He was, he was good for when he was with Detroit. He asked for a trade. He's with the Rams now. So we must do everything short of killing this guy, everything short of breaking his, maiming him for his family. I want him <laughs> destroyed. There is no Matthew Stafford come Sunday. As a matter of fact, we just need to absolutely obliterate him. Now, the other take is this. Man, the pressure on Jared Goff right now because of the way he left the Rams, now we look at he's on national television and every, all his naysayers back in L.A., they're now looking at him. Everybody who, who says he was short of Matthew Stafford in Detroit, they're now looking at him. The national media, this guy is under some intense scrutiny and some intense pressure, I don't know if he makes it out of this game. However, I will say this. Now, SOL, we cannot say SOL because we're in a territory that we've never, ever, well, we've never been in before in the modern era. So it is not same old lines. It cannot be by definition. However, I do feel like if they don't win this game, man, I don't know, we're taking a short on this season. I don't <laughs> well,
2: know, I'll hang up a well, well, when you Hold on one second. When you say modern era... I mean, they have been—they had hosted a playoff game well, in 30 years ago. That's still the modern era.
3: It is, but it's not the NFC North era. Oh, that was the NFC Central. I mean, you've got the hat on. That's right. The last time I they can't believe it, the you era. found it.
2: Yeah, I know. Well, I still have a lot of old stuff because I'm an old person. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yes, Restore yes. the roar, baby. You're vintage like your hat. Thank you very much. Let's go to Dave in Auburn Hills. You're a 97 won the ticket.
6: Yeah, hey, guys, just wanted to rattle off the list of uh, players, Stoney, that you had. I think you missed the, the most important one. We would have never had Aiden Hutchinson if Stafford was our quarterback. So I think we won that trade 100%. Well, that's true because, be,
2: because we took the – yes, you, you're right, because the Lions had the second pick in the draft. Yes. Yep. Because they stunk. The Lions. Yes, absolutely. Um, the question I wanted to ask Kevin but when he was rambling is, who would he rather have a quarterback for this team? Matthew Stafford or Jared Goff, ninety-seven one the ticket. Two four eight five three nine ninety-seven ninety-seven. Don't forget, Mike Tarico will join us at uh, eight o'clock. Uh, Oilers over the Wings last night in overtime, three to two. McDavid had a wonderful goal. Uh, if you like highlights from the opponent, but it was a really good game. Alex Lyon played terrific. Uh, college basketball last night. Illinois over Michigan State, 71-68. First time in Izzo's career. The Spartans have been 1-4 in Big Ten play. And Michigan blew a 12-point lead at the half. Gee, what else is new? And they lose to Maryland, 64-57. Uh, Michigan also 1-4. Pistons home tonight against the Houston Rockets right here on 97-1 the ticket. But we're focused on what's going to happen Sunday night at Ford Field. And I do want to say that uh, this Last couple segments, we have the guys from ESPN Sunday night, Sunday countdown, NFL Mm -hmm. countdown is in here. So if you call up with something crazy, you know, you might be on national television.
3: I don't know. (laughs) Invite all the crazies, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all the Uh the Stafford
2: slappies and the Stafford haters and all that stuff.
3: Was that (laughs) Rieger? Costa on the other line? Yeah. Uh,
2: Ariel in Southfield, what's going on, buddy?
4: Hey, what's up, um, John? Thank you for supporting this team, and I thank you in the '97 team for passing on the torch. I believe you guys played a tribute factor in them getting over the hump, and I really uh, uh, appreciate it. And I think this is a fine team that will carry on on the torch. Thank you. As far as the Lions are concerned, I believe I believe they're going to get over the hump. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you why. I think that Jared Goff is a much better quarterback than what they're giving credit for. This whole franchise and team has a chip on their shoulder based on the past, and they want to um, lift the sp- spirits for the city. and And the and, and head coach he might be a little crazy, might be a little unorthodox, but I think he's special. And there's something about Dan Campbell that makes players want to play for him, and, and we saw that early on even when they they were struggling. This team is different, and I and I believe they're going to shock the world.
2: I hope you're right. Hey, Ariel, do, do you think this team would be better off if Matthew Stafford was still the quarterback? Forgetting about who they got for the trade, just, you know, talent level. Oh,
4: t- I'm I'm no, I, I'm going I'm to tell you why. Not just talent, but um, again, Stafford represents <coughs> that past Lions, who struggled, and I think that Jared Goff, who who um who went to the Super Bowl, he came with a winning perspective, and I think he I think he was part of this turnaround, a small well, part, but he's a part of it. Well, I I think yeah. he's been, uh, a huge part of the turnaround.
3: No, a huge part of it, and I think that when you think about all of the different things that Jared Goff has been through in his career, he's had a number one overall pick, tremendous success by getting to the Super Bowl. All right. And then all of a sudden, things unraveled after that. His team didn't want him anymore. His head coach, same head coach that he went to the Super Bowl with, said, you know, behind the scenes, didn't handle it well, didn't want him anymore, and then shipped him to Detroit. Now, all of a sudden, three years later, it is a NFC North division title. First time ever at Ford Field to host a playoff game. I think Jared Goff was the perfect guy for this situation.
6: Yeah.
2: Um but then you're not are you saying that if, if Matthew Stafford was the quarterback, they wouldn't be in the same situation?
3: Yeah. Really? Well because you can't take away I all know. of the draft picks. All right. You it's no. impossible to do. Okay. So that, oh, yes. that, that's part of it. But I also think that I mean Matthew Stafford at times had the best receiver maybe one of the best receivers ever in yes. Calvin Johnson, yeah, Hall of Famer. Yeah, and, and and couldn't find a way to get it done. Now he didn't always have a running game, didn't always have a defense. Correct. There were a lot of different things and you know, you could you could talk about the organization. Right. Whatever the reasons, he was unable to get it done. But he, and he but he proved by winning a Super Bowl that he could be a Super Bowl quarterback that if you had better things, you had a better team, he would go for Right, places. but there was about every piece that you would ever want in that 21 Rams Super Bowl team pretty much yeah i mean so you I mean you had a running game yeah. you had you know you added a passing attack throughout the course of the season Correct. you added defensive players throughout the course of the season they said have the picks let's go for it and they built a team that i think you could have installed or installed a number of different quarterbacks that could have taken that team to a super bowl what's a bigger matchup in your mind john and
2: 2485399797 97. the quarterback matchup or the coaching matchup
3: can I say the quarterback with the coach? Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm gonna go okay. full Stony oh, on this well, no, because no. it is to no, me okay, yes. the biggest thing about this game. Well, is well, you saw Brady together oh, versus know, you... right. Sean McVay, and he could say there's not a chip, there's nothing that affects. Uh, yes, it does affect this. When I came from Washington, when they released me, I came to Detroit. There was nothing I wanted more than to beat the Washington football team. We were able to do that here in Detroit. I guarantee you there is nothing more, and this is a different matchup right now than it was back in 21 when the Lions went out to visit the Rams. Yes, That's a completely different team, different situation, a lot of smoke and mirrors to even be in at the start of that game. This is an opportunity for Jared Goff to prove the Rams organization, to prove Sean McVay wrong. See, With with all due respect, okay, it's, I think it's so different being a
2: quarterback than being an offensive lineman for the whole revenge thing because you're playing a more... Physical position—it's not—it's not a non-cerebral position. Don't get me wrong, but you could take that and listen to me. Hold on, don't I'm make listening. that look. You could take that revenge, that anger, and just physically dominate and beat the crap out of somebody.
3: Revenge okay? comes in many forms.
2: Okay, but I don't think a quarterback can worry about that much about revenge during the game like a lineman can because there's so many other things he's got to deal
3: with. That's it, it, all it's, I'm saying. It's a matter of control. All right, yeah. yeah if a quarterback goes out there, and that's the only thing he's. Focused on, yeah, that they're going to lose that game because you you do have to be able to read defense. You got to know personnel groups. You got to be able to you know you got to play the game. Mm-hmm. Same thing with an offensive lineman. I can't just go out there because of revenge and say I want to you know kick the crap out of this one guy. I know. It, 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 there's so much more that plays a part of it, but well, it's well, the emotion that builds up to right, the game. Well, it's the emotion in the game. It's what gets you over the hump when you need a little extra juice. And
2: there's difference because Goff can look and see Sean McVay in the sideline. You couldn't you know, you didn't want to. Look and find Dan Snyder in the, uh,
0: in, 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 in the suite, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, well, they're both hard to find on the sideline because they're <laughs> Stony, kind of small. Stoney, when he said he had a chip on his shoulder this week, it's personal. Oh, I know. You know that's what John... Uh, I, you know, I, was, I this understand that. This is personal for him.
3: Revenge I, comes in many forms, and the I, the sweetest revenge is always victory.
2: Uh, some ticket text. If Stafford was part of the Lions team, they'd be the number one seed, and the Rams wouldn't be in the playoffs. Is it fair to say that Goff is playing for his extension. We win, he gets extended no matter what. We lose, he's gone. No. I don't think he's gone. I don't think it's that, yeah. I don't think it's that simple. I'd take Goff over Stafford all day. He takes better care of the ball and doesn't get greedy. Let's go to uh, Sean in Detroit. You're on 97. What's up, Sean? Good morning. morning.
6: Um, I would just like to say, I know I was asking a screen caller, if you're talking about we keep Stafford and we don't get the picks, they probably wouldn't be in this position because the picks are what's making Goff That's true. look better than what he really is. But if you're talking about with the picks, oh, I'd rather have Stafford. Stafford's a way better quarterback than Jared Goff. I, I mean, think, I think
2: he's better as well. But, yes, the picks have to you be You can't food. name a
6: receiver that Jared Goff has made. Now, Puka knew nobody knew about him.
3: Okay. You, how about Monroe St. I Brown? Monroe St. Brown. Now, we look at it and we talk about his motivation coming out of the draft, but it's also the quarterback throwing him the ball.
5: Yeah,
2: absolutely.
3: All right. Our telephone number is 248 539 9797.
2: Coming up next, the guy who will be calling the game, and it's not Dan Miller, Mike Tarico, 97 1.